Hi, I'm Ruth. And I'm Lori. And this is 80s Music Rewind, where we discuss 80s music and culture as only two friends who have been friends since the 80s. So sit back and take a listen. This is 80s Music Rewind. Hi, y'all. This is 80s Music Rewind. Hey, you got it right. I know, for the first time. (laughs) Five episodes in, and I finally remember the name of this podcast. Uh, Just a warning, today is the first day that we have normal microphone set up. So adjust your ears accordingly. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about top hits of 1980. 1980. What happened in 1980? Uh, We were 10. We were 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's about all I remember. Fifth grade. Going into six for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, don't you turn, wait, wait, you turn 11 by the end of your fifth grade year because Elizabeth just turned 12 and she's in sixth grade. Yeah, I guess I did. So this would have been fifth grade. Mr. Well, we would have been in fifth grade because if you're saying this is at the end of the year of 1980, like the whole year. Yeah. All Mm -hmm. right. We digress. Anyhow. I do remember fifth grade. I do too. I had Mr. Battersby for a teacher. We had to do a report on the state of Illinois, which I aced. It was a mm. booklet. I still own it. Um, let's see what else. I took home a bunch of extra school supplies at the end of the year because people asked if I wanted them. And I was like, <laughs> sure, I'll take your extra school supplies. And Why did people think that you wanted extra school supplies? I don't know. They were just like, do you want my extra crayons? I'm like, okay, I'll take them home. So I rode my bike and my bike was full of extra crayons. And I'm sure Nellie was really thrilled about Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. And then somebody had drawn a picture of something. And I was like, that's a really cool picture. And they're like, do you want it? And I was like, okay. And I took it home. And I remember giving it to my mom as she threw a fit that I gave her somebody else's picture. And Mm. I was like, it was just a cool picture, bro. I wasn't, you know, give me a break. (laughs) All right. So who who did you have in fifth grade? Because you Um, didn't go to the same school. No, I did not. I had Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown? Mm -hmm. He actually was my neighbor. He lived right behind me. So I had him as So my... you failed? I'm just <laughs> No. So I did not you. fail school, young lady. Um, and then I had uh, Mrs. Boma for ELA, or English. Boma. And then uh, Mr. Wills for math. I remember these names being batted around when we were at junior high. Did Boma ever teach at junior high? I don't know. May I might have so the wrong familiar. name. I might have the wrong name. Boma sounded like somebody that was at Shavana. I don't know. Maybe she was. There was Mrs. Bright. I had mm. Mrs. Bright. Yeah, I did. I had Mrs. Bright, too. Oh, but... you know what? Maybe Mrs. Boma was my eighth grade English teacher. Maybe she wasn't my fifth grade. Anyway, I don't remember her name. I feel really bad. I don't remember her name Definitely. now. Yeah, you're going to have to go home and dig through your expansive memory box yes. to figure out who your fifth grade teacher was. Yes, but I do remember doing learning a lot of Illinois history, I remember that we got to vote on the state animal. We did. We voted White tail deer. I remember yep. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also we had to take a constitution test, mm. Illinois state constitution test in order to go to sixth grade. Yes. Which would never happen now. They would just be like, oh, you failed it? Just keep trying. Here, <laughs> here's, here's the answers. Now just fill out the answers. And oh, here you go. Because, you know, no one cares anymore about history, but. that's my own personal issue which we will continue on another day that'll be on my next podcast history complaints with ruth yeah that's a whole different podcast yeah right (laughs) 
<laughs> stay tuned for me complaining about history and the lack of teaching it in the public schools. Okay. <laughs> So today we're talking about year-end hot 100 singles of 1980. We're going to talk about 20 of them, the first top 20. Mm-hmm. And the first one that we have to talk about is number one, was Call Me by Blondie. Now we're going to start at the top and work our way down. Yeah. Okay. You want you to stop at the top? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I could have started at 20. Yeah. That's all right. We didn't plan this out. <laughs> our copious planning did not cause me to think that maybe I should do 20 to 1. We're doing 1 to 20 people because... That's what we're doing. That's now. how we roll. That's how we roll. Yes. So, and I'm sure they can tell from all our other podcasts how well we play. How professional. Yes, this we is. are. Accepting sponsors. Yes. We are accepting Always. sponsors. Always accepting sponsors. So, you know, Tic Tacs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bath and Body Works. I just gave you a ton of money on the uh, sale. So <laughs> if you could just sponsor us, we'd be more than happy. Okay. Call Me by Blondie. Mm-hmm. I just remember not understanding what this song was about. I was like, call me. Cool. On the line. Call me on the line. You can call me any anytime. Yes, pretty much. Call me. Yeah. So now as an adult, I'm like, oh, a booty call. Yeah. It's a booty call. Yes. But when I was 10, I was like, well, what's a big deal? They pick up the phone and call you. I think that was our other podcast with songs that, you know. Booty calls? Well, we're about, you know. Sexually suggestive materials. Yes, that we didn't materials. get. Yeah. Yeah. Although could... this one was probably pretty blatant. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, whatever. I hope she got it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Girl power. Well, you've seen the way she looks, right? I'm sure yeah. she got booty called. Oh, I'm sure she I'm did. I'm sure she did. She's still pretty now. Yeah. Debbie Harry. Oh, That's my what God. I'm saying. I'm like, I don't think she lacked in that department. No. She aged like a fine wine. <laughs> Is that what they say? They age like a fine wine. I think so. All right, number two is Another Brick in the Wall, part two by Pink Floyd. I didn't know there was a part one. Is this the... And my husband will kill me right now because his favorite band is Pink Floyd. I didn't Hmm. know there was a part one. So is the part two the one that we all know that they play on the radio all the time? What's the part one? I don't know, but I just want to make sure I'm understanding part two is the actual part two, which is, you know... I am of a land of Leave these kids alone, you know, that whole thing. We don't need no education. Isn't yeah, that another yeah. brick in the wall? Yeah. But What's I don't think they ever two? remember them saying part two. So is that from not from 1980? I think that song is from... What 19- year did the wall come out? I, 1980, right? 79? Probably. That's to be 79, 80? I'm sure if my brother was here, I could ask him. Yeah, he I would could ask my husband. You. I might text him and say, what is another brick in the wall? What... what why is so it, why is there a part two why is there yeah another brick in the wall part two because you never no one ever announces it that What's way like on the radio difference? yeah like the, when you see it on your you know tween. xm radio it doesn't say part two what, so. exactly stop trying to be confusing <laughs> when you're naming songs what is the difference between another brick in the wall one and two Inquire your minds want to know. Yeah. So I'm currently texting my husband, who is a huge Pink Floyd fan. And I've seen The Wall live. No? Did I see The Wall? Did I go to see The Wall? Is that what we saw? You you saw something with him. Yeah. That you were bored to death, but he was excited. Oh, yeah. I was totally, yeah. Yeah. But he was very happy. Mm -hmm. So. Which is why you went. Which is why I went. Because he went to see Belinda Carlisle with me, you know. And all those other people that we saw, 
He, he was like, what the hell? Okay, um, the next one is, as soon as I get the answer from my husband, I'll be sure to alert we'll go back to the that. podcast. And I, my apologies to those of you who are huge Pink Floyd fans who now are screaming into the microphone mm-hmm. or screaming into and your And rolling cars. their eyes at us. Yes. Yeah, that, you, that we're stupid. So mm-hmm. we Pretty get much. you, boo. We get you. Okay, number two, three. Three. Magic by Louis Newton-John. My jam. Yes, I like this song. I do too. Isn't this from... Is this from Xanadu? I think so. I love it. Oh, he says they are different songs. They're different songs. So which... What is this song? Yes, which one is this one? Okay, I don't I don't know what it is. I know. Uh, see, now I have to Google it. Mm-hmm. No, but I don't want to Google it. We'll Google it later. You know, we'll figure this out and get back to you. <laughs> We're just going to keep But back it. to magic... I, you know, I used to be in love with that movie, Xanadu. Oh, yeah, me too. It's oh. my jam. I watched it a few months ago and I was it's like... It's really a horrible movie. It's, is that, movie. it's not a good movie, but it had Gene Kelly in it. And it had my idol at the time, Olivia Newton-John. You know, I think I might have mentioned this before, but I used to want to be Olivia Newton-John. And yeah, I love this on magic. I know, but I really wanted to be her when I was a little girl. So yeah, but it's a good song. It mm-hmm. is a good song. I agree. Yes. Um, I I do think that this is from, it says it was written to the soundtrack to the 1980 film Xanadu. Yes. I would suggest if you, it's a rainy weekend day or you're off work, you got nothing to do, maybe you've hit the dispensary, whatever. <laughs> I would highly suggest that you check out Xanadu wherever you can get it because I do believe it is available like I watched it online somewhere I want to say it was like Hulu or something like that it's not a good movie no it but is the soundtrack dumb. is awesome it is the best part of the movie is the it's soundtrack the soundtrack yes and I have to tell you that Gene Kelly it kind of like makes me happy to see Gene Kelly uh-huh. for some reason yes and um dancing mm-hmm. the plot is really broken <laughs> like if you could consider it a plot basically john is a muse yes some greek muse yes he comes to help i don't even remember the main character's name yeah comes to help some dude that plays that rolls around on roller skates see that's they... what makes it bad because of the time it was too trendy for the time it was roller skating disco roller skating yeah, which at the time was what was you know cool and in, but it does not stand the test of time. No, no, you don't see kids out disco roller skating right now. <laughs> no, no, and and it, and seriously, there's this TikToker, a couple TikTokers, but there's this one TikToker that does like roller skating to music, and they put that. Have you seen them? No. I'm gonna have to find her and send it to you. You're like, okay. it's too much talk about TikTok, but anyway. But it's she's really good. She would bring it back. But I can't see my kids being like, "Can we go to the roller rink?" Like mm. we did when we were that. Kids age. still do go to the roller rink. They go to what Aurora, roller rink? Aurora skate. Really? They actually gave actually pass, Yes, they gave passes away oh. um, from our school before. But one thing I do have to say about the soundtrack: I was talking about the movie one day at work, and at the time, my intern and. Um, I don't know if it was the other counselor, if it was somebody else. They had never heard of it. So they never heard to, of Xanadu? No. So I had to play the song Xanadu for them. And I was ridiculed because they laughed because it was so like horrible. And I'm like, no, this is awesome. 
Well, I think I showed them the video. The video oh, from okay. Xanadu. Yeah, the, vi- yeah. Yeah, the so, video is horrible. Yes. The concept for the video mm-hmm. is horrible. That last scene in the movie where she comes back when he opens up the roller rink was horrible. <laughs> and like it was just one long music video of like mm-hmm. 10 minutes. And I was like, when will this end? I love ONJ. And I love that song. But at some point I was like, my mm-hmm. brother. But I remember, like, I made my parents take me to go see that movie. Like, the minute it opened, I think, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think we were the only people in the movie theater. It bombed. I, I, I'm not I making this up. And we had to go to Joliet. Because they wouldn't show it in Morris? Well, I don't know. Did we even, I mean, you know how there was ups and downs with having a theater here in Morris. So well, I act like we still live there. But anyway, in yes, I, my parents took me to the mall. In Joliet to see the movie. Was it Louis Joliet Mall? Oh, no, no that was no, no, no. It Wait. wasn't even around yet. It no, was yeah, Jefferson, uh, Square, Jefferson Mall Square on Jefferson Street. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Is anything in that mall anymore? I don't even think the mall exists anymore. No, I think they grazed it. And... Well, I think it turned into a gang banger yeah, area. Like a... So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just to back up a little bit about another brick in the wall, part one and two. Mr. Pink Floyd here says another brick in the wall. Part two is part of what you hear in the radio all the time. Part one happens earlier in the album. There's also a part three. The radio technically plays the happiest days of our lives, which moves into another brick in the wall. Part two. If you make a concept (laughs) album that is so convoluted that you can't understand a song and how songs parlay into other songs and on other tracks, Lay off the drugs for five minutes and just kind of, I mean, I'm not going to say they were on drugs. I don't know. I'm sure they were. So the I'm whole sure point were. being is that the another brick in the wall is the one that we hear on the radio, radio. where the kids, another you know, in the wall. say they don't need to I know education, that which they we obviously do no, when they're saying we don't need no education. We don't need no thought control. So We don't need no thought control. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of funny. No, I have With a funny story about year. that song, which I don't know. Are we digressing off into yeah, like yeah. tangents? Well, is it- we're going to get off the tangent. We're going to go back to what we were talking about. What, yeah. What, well, what's your story? Go ahead. Okay. This is where. So when I was worse. student teaching. Oh, God. <laughs> they used to play the radio in the cafeteria of the school I student taught at. And one day at lunch, this song was playing. And I just had to laugh out loud because I'm like, oh, there's a great song to be playing in a high school cafeteria during lunch. <laughs> Another brick in the wash. But you know what? Those kids probably don't even know. Like, there's probably two kids in the back. They're like, yeah. And then the rest of the kids it are like, It was the 90s, though. So yeah. it wasn't too far-fetched yeah, it wasn't off. Too far-fetched. But yeah. But, so you know. I just thought it was funny. I got a kick out of it. Just sidebar. When I took the girl to go by her desk today, she... uh <laughs> She's in the car with me and I started playing. It was like 70s on 7. Mm-hmm. They were playing um, I Will Survive. Oh, yeah. And how do you turn that off if you ever hear it? You, mm. you can't. No. You don't turn that off. You listen to it and yeah. you sing it at the top of your lungs. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly think she was, I think she was thoroughly embarrassed. And if so, I've done my job. Yes, you have. Congratulations. She said she'd heard the song and she knew what it was. So I was like, <gasps> but yet you can't tell me who Tony Lewis is. Like, she walks in here and still thinks he's a girl. Oh, is that a girl? Is this a girl? Like <laughs> She does not know who Tony Lewis is? How could she, she be your daughter? She does know who Tony Lewis is, but she doesn't know, like, if she looks at a picture of him, she's like, Like 80s Tony Lewis? Yeah, okay. like 80s Tony Lewis with the mullet? Yeah. We digress. Right. Tony Lewis was lead singer of the outfield, which you all should be listening exactly. to. Um, okay. okay. Next one is one that my husband hates. <laughs> 
anything by this band. Well, actually, no, he doesn't hate band. anything by this band. I shouldn't say that. I think. Oh, you not band. Oh, sorry, I skipped ahead. Rewind. The next one is uh, Michael Jackson. Rock with you. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. sing, so well, I yeah. do sing this all is the off time. The wall, right, this but is I from can't off sing. The wall? Oh, I don't know. It was first offered to Karen Carpenter while she was working on her first solo album, but she turned <laughs> it down. I cannot see Karen Carpenter singing the song with her with her playing drums. That would have been a disaster. How do you give that song to Karen Carpenter? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't understand yeah. how that would have even went. And just segue. Mm-hmm. That's the band my husband hates. The, is the Carpenters. Oh, okay. It's crazy. Okay. Right. Next one. Captain and Tineo. <gasps> Do that to me one more time. I love Captain and Tineo. Oh, my God. I was so in love with them in my youth. I was so excited when they had their specials on TV. Oh, yeah. They, like, really... You know what? They were, like, MTV before MTV started. I know. I remember when he took off his hat. Like, that was such a big deal. That was a big TV moment when he took off his hat. Yes. Which is, like... It's just... And now he's gone. Uh Uh-huh. And just reading her account of the demise of their marriage and... Or their relationship Mm -hmm. and... What had happened, it was just, it was like my whole childhood got shoved into a trash compactor <laughs> and then shoved down That's the why drain. you don't read that stuff. Yeah, but you know me. I know. I read this stuff all the time. I know. Like, if it's pop culture, then I'm on it, right? I know. I'm like, I got it. I got it. But yes, one of my favorite Captain and Tineal songs, mm-hmm. Love Will Keep Us Together, I think is the yes. other well, one. Well, that's like probably their most famous song. Yeah, but I love that song, man. But I used to have all their records. Did See, really? we are dating ourselves big time. Yes, I had all their records. Well, what happened to your records? I am all thrown in the trash, I'm sure, just like everything Kids. else. If you're collecting albums, don't make the mistake we've made. Mm-hmm. And keep your albums because now I was spending, I went downtown this last Sunday to buy another album and I bought Ray Parker Jr. Okay. The only is Ray Parker Jr.'s greatest hits. And the only song on there that anybody knows is I'm in love with another woman with the other woman. Then he's seen Ghostbusters. He did. Okay. So but this was pre Ghostbusters. Oh, so it was $3 and I bought it <laughs> just for that one song. Where did you buy this at? If you go down to Happenstance, Happenstance Goods, we are accepting sponsorships. Mm. Happenstance Goods downtown. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's a it's a cute little shop. Shout out to Happenstance Goods for their cute stuff. Do you ever go down there? No. I don't really go to downtown Oswego. Really? Yeah. Why? There's so much down there. I just... Because you just don't like that stuff? No, it's we not go that. go to Bellagia. No. Oh, yeah. I go to Bellagia. What's that store on the corner? The store on the corner. Okay. Across <laughs> from the marmalade tree. That's what it's called, right? Marmalade tree. Right. Yeah. Across the street from it. Um. Oh, Hudson House. Hudson yes, House. Yes, I like there. Yes, I've been in there. Yeah, we like Hudson House. Yes. Yeah. But if you go to Haps and Sats Goods, it got a lot of like really cool like Corningware and Pyrex and stuff from the 40s. Mm. And they had toys from our youth that I was drooling over. $80 for a Coleco, one of those big Coleco football things. And I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh, this would be great to have. 
Mm. And Kira just looked at me like I was high. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I make a million dollars, then I'll buy what I want. Okay. That's the goal. Okay. So where are we? We're um, on number six. We're on number six. Crazy little thing called Love by Queen. I mean, at that's the a- time, I didn't like this song when I was 10. Oh, I like this song. I've always I liked it. I love it now. But when this was popular, I didn't like okay, it. Okay, but do you like it now because it was remade? Like when we were in, in you know, uh, no, in I college think, age? I don't know. I think there are a lot of songs in my, in my youth that I didn't like, but I like more as an adult. And there are songs that I loved mm. as a youth that I hate now as an adult. There's a lot you of know. Queen songs I really like. Yeah, I do too. Love yeah. Queen. I love Queen, and I, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you see that movie? No, I have not. You didn't see that movie? No. That's your assignment for next week. You should see that movie. Okay. I think it's been on, like, you know, my direct TV. We're just having technical difficulties over there. I'm having technical difficulties beyond my control. I have spilled mm-hmm. my drink. Mm-hmm. My Pepsi has spilled all over my keyboard, but that's okay. That's okay. It's all good. Okay, next one is Coming Up by Paul McCartney. The discussion before we started taping was, what is this song? But <laughs> we now know it's Coming Up, that song. Yeah. Let me just be honest with you. Never knew that's what it was called. Yeah, no. And I didn't understand that he was saying Coming Up until just now. Just now. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't think it was like a top like favorite song of ours or anything from back then. But no, I really can't remember. But apparently remember. in 1980, it was a Billboard top hit at number yeah. seven. Like so, of all the songs, top 100 songs of all the songs from 1980, it made it number seven. So yeah. it was really popular, I guess. Do you think that it was more popular because it was Paul McCartney and anything he does is like chart topping? Like he could sing the phone book. It's like Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. She sings like, you know, the back of a I love Tylenol label and we're all going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll buy that. I'm buying that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Not one of our favorite Paul McCartney songs, although I do appreciate it. And I'm under, I, I confused on why it's not attributed to Wings since Linda's in there singing too. So it's not Wings, it's Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Wings started. Don't come at me, people. Well, I love but Wings. Well, Wings, Wings been person. gone by then? Because I thought that was earlier. Wings? Or were they? Yeah, was it? Yeah, Ooh, it was Paul right McCartney started going. He was, he was solo, and then he did a lot of stuff, you know, collaborations with Michael Jackson and yes. stuff in the 80s. Say, say, say. He was by himself then. So he must have, this must have been post-Wings. Okay, we're assuming this is post-Wings or on a Wings break. They were on a break. Okay. <laughs> the lack of music knowledge that I'm realizing I now have as compared to when we started doing this podcast is immense. I also, think... I have a lisp. I can tell that, too, in my head. I can now, now I've got a lisp. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Next song is still taking spots. <laughs> it's uh, number eight, "Funky Town" by Lips Inc. Now, we talked about this on another. Yes, you know, I did because it was okay. A do remake. we like the original or do we like pseudo echo version? I like pseudo echo version better. I am very sorry to Lips Incorporated in yeah. your copious amount of hits that you had after this, but we prefer the pseudo echo version as children of the eighties. Yes, we love Funky Town, but pseudo uh-huh. echo only. Yes, I mean it's not like we haven't heard this version. Oh, we've heard this version a bunch. Yeah, but I don't know that when I was. 
10, I was going to be like, yeah, I love this song. <laughs> I love this song. I'm sure it I roller like, skated to it. I don't know if I was allowed to go roll. When was I allowed to no, start going you to were, roller No, we've rink? talked about this the last time. You were not allowed to go roller skating. No, I was not allowed to go roller skating. And I'm thinking right. of like a lot of songs I used to like to roller skate to. And now I'm thinking they're probably from the 70s. Not yeah, even the eighties, unless they're going to come up in like one of our another early, really early eighties. But you know, I'm thinking of what was that? Oh, God, I can think of it now. There was that one roller skating song. Like every time I hear it, it's like that's total roller skating song. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of those. Too. I know. I will survive is another one that I. But I think it might have just been seventies because we did go in the late seventies, early eighties. We are dating ourselves and making ourselves much older than we need to be. I know. I'm just saying. I think they've already figured it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would assume. All right. Number nine is It's Still Rock and Roll to Me. Oh, that's a great song. I do too. Is there, there are only a few Billy Joel songs that I don't like. You saw Billy Joel. Did you go see Billy Joel? <gasps> no. I haven't either. I am still mad that somehow I missed when Billy Joel and Elton John were together in concert. I found out about it after you know, they were already here performing. And like, if I wanted to get a ticket, I'd have to pay like thousands of dollars. So I finally made it, which I'll talk about this later, because he is up here in the top 20 to see Elton John in concert, which was awesome. One of the best concerts I've ever been to love Elton John. Um, but I love Billy Joel too. Absolutely. Yeah. Love, would have loved to see them together in concert. I would love to see Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have never gone and I think the reason I'd never gone is it was like always a you know, conflicting date, didn't have the money, nobody to go with me. Uh, hello. Uh, it, well, obviously there was a reason, you know, more. Maybe it was like me, like maybe we just didn't catch on that he was coming. Yeah, that's true too. But that would be really weird because usually I know when stuff's coming. Because I, I get do. like 400 emails that say, hey, Ruth, such a such a But I mean, when was the last Genesis time was coming. he was in concert? I can't even remember. He's done concerts, well, obviously. Like I would say, pre-COVID. Yeah, like, like I don't know, twenty nineteen. I would. I, I bet you know. he was crazy expensive because I remember one of the last times he performed. I think he was at like either Soldier Field or Wrigley. I'm sure it was crazy expensive. It's probably. Oh, I'm sure it is. He's got to get his coin somehow. Yeah, so I'm sure. I mean, if you're gonna go perform, it'll be like Madonna now. I mean, would we go see Madonna now? No, no, because it's like really expensive, and she doesn't start singing until midnight. So. <laughs> Wasn't she coming after we saw Simple Minds? Remember Madonna was coming? Yeah. 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 And everybody that I knew that went to that concert complained because it was super late. They were super hot. And she just, like the concert was supposed to start at 9 and she didn't show up till 1130. Hmm. I'm not doing that. We're not, you know. No. Sorry, Madonna. Love you, but not that much. Okay. The next one. The Rose. Bette Midler. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I make a confession? Yes. I think this song sucks. <laughs> I know I'm going to get beat for this. Why do you think this song sucks? You know what? It, I had to sing it in like choir oh. at some point And I just, I just started hating it because it was layers of layers of, I just remember having to sing it for mm. some choir or something. And I just yeah, got it's a very beautiful it. song. And um, someone actually just performed to this song um, at a dance competition. Did they? Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. Lyrical? Oh, of course. Yeah, I've got lyrical. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about dance. So, yeah. So, but no, I, I really like the song. It's very, 
maybe I'll change my mind again in another you few might years. appreciate maybe it more being an adult because I think as a kid the meaning of the song is lost on you because yeah. you're yeah. young yeah and I think that having a young choir sing this or I, I can't remember what I had to sing it for if it was small group choir it wasn't a solo because I sang the song about a clock for solos hmm. I can't remember what else was this in junior high yeah, this would have been... I don't remember seeing it together. High. I remember seeing a lot of songs from... Um, Flashdance. Fame. No, Fame. Yeah. We sang all of them. Yeah. I swear it must have been a small group thing because I know I was in some group where I had to sing yeah. The Rose. You probably was because I was in a small group and we sang... Um, uh, oh, what's his name? John Denver. Rocky Mountain High? <laughs> no. Take Me Home Country Roads. Take Me Home Country I was in a trio. If anyone's ever heard me singing, I'm not singing. I cannot sing well. Never have been known to be able to sing. Um, love to sing all the time. So those who know me know I sing and I sing terribly and I don't really care. I sing at the top of my lungs. Uh, but somehow I was in a trio in junior high singing soprano and we won first place singing Take me home, country roads. Was that when we went to? No, that was in high school. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Mm. I only remember one of the people that was in this in the trio with me. I don't remember who the other one was. Mm. All right, number eleven is uh, "Escape" the Pina Colada song. <laughs> oh, this is a classic. By Rupert Holmes. Can I just tell you that my kids always sing this? Like Rob always makes Pina Coladas. He oh. makes it for the kids all the time. No alcohol, just. So we're clear. Is it virgin? Virgin pina coladas that he makes the kids. His are not virgin. But he, uh, he'll he like, does anybody want pina colada? And it, the whole house erupts. Mm-hmm. All three of us well, are you like, have to. Pina colada. You guys are normal people. If you do not break out in a song, then there's something wrong with you. This is a classic. I remember being in college. And my friend Susan, one of my best friends from college, loved this song. We used to listen to it all the time. It was one of our faves. Yeah, and I think the whole premise of the song is hilarious that, like, mm-hmm. kids are walking around singing it now. And I'm like, it was the ultimate catfishing song before catfishing <laughs> was a thing. <laughs> you got to be careful when you're throwing yourself out there, kids. <laughs> got to be careful. All right. Oh. Uh, number 12, Gary Newman, Cars. I can't believe the song is that old. I thought the song was later in the 80s. I thought it was 82. I thought Cars was 82. I swear to God. I wouldn't, I thought it was even later than that. I was really surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised that it's on the list. I was just very surprised that it was this old. Not my favorite, like, song of the 80s. It's okay every once in a while. But it's not like... Well, I don't want to listen to Cars by Gary Newman. <laughs> you mean it's not on your request when you it's, go out? Yeah, it's not. I don't request When you're it, at, like, a I wedding reception, yeah, don't you don't go, go out, out anywhere? Like, can you play Cars? Yeah, it, here's the thing. It's from his debut solo album, The Pleasure Principle. Pleasure Principle. <laughs> uh, that is oh. Janet Jackson. <laughs> I love that song. I love Janet Jackson. That's later, that's later in the 80s. We'll get yes, to her. Yes. Yes. It reached top of the charts in several countries and today is considered a new wave staple. I am a huge new wave person. Don't consider it a staple. Okay. I do. I, I Okay. It's a staple. But here's my question. Whatever. You said it was his debut solo. So what was group was he in? 
debut solo single. Hmm. That what makes it sound in? like he was in a group. Um, Two Way Army. <laughs> oh, I just know all their songs. They okay. released two albums. All right. Well, I mean, it was English New Wave. All right, you have to understand. Before. All right, and we have to understand too that we were only ten at this time. Yeah, we didn't. So God only knows. I mean, forgive us, Father, for we yes. have sinned. All right. Cruising by Smokey Robinson. When Smokey sings. When Smokey sings, I hear violins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this song isn't really like what I really recall. It was just like that. Lori has a hard time remembering what this song is like. Mm-hmm. And it, I have to say, it's like, I hear it on the radio and I know the words. I sing along, but I never think, oh, that's Smokey Robinson cruising until I see something like this. It tells me who it is. I get it. I hope I got the right song. Yeah, it's got to be right. I got to be right. Okay. All right, whatever. I'm still not really sure. We're not sure. See, sometimes the top 20 gives you some bangers and sometimes it just gives you some not so bangers but i love the next song make him out working my way back yes. to you forgive me girl by the spinners that is a staple of any wedding reception you've ever gone to in your life you've heard this song i'm working my way did they play it at I your wedding sing it they played at my wedding Oh, no, I didn't play it at mine. So what receptions did you go to that they played? I'm talking about, like, as a whole. Yes, as a whole, as a conglomerate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. um, I like it. Mm -hmm. Would I put it in my top 20 of the year? No. Do I think it's it's a banger? Sure. But, Well, it's a very highly popular song, so it does not surprise me that it was a top song. I agree. I agree. From back then. Number 15. Oh, Air Supply. I love Lost Air Supply. In love. I remember you liking Air Supply. I I know their songs. You had the cassette tape, didn't okay. you? I'm sure I did. I know their songs are cheesy. Oh, my God. Make as hell. Nothing at all. But oh, I just love Air Supply. I love all their cheesy songs. I just love all these like cheesy love songs. Like You just want a guy to like play these songs for you. Except for the ones like where... You're breaking up or whatever, not those Yeah, here's the deal. You want a guy to play all these cheesy songs for you, and then when you find a guy that plays all these cheesy songs for you, you feel uncomfortable. (laughs) And you're like, why is he playing these songs for me? What is going on? Okay, I did Am I getting murdered tonight? I'm not going to name names in case this person ever listens to this podcast. I highly doubt it. They won't. But... (laughs) Somebody that so I used to date did make me a tape to try to win me back, and they did have an Air Supply song on it. And were they successful in winning me back? No. <laughs> but I loved the mixtape. The songs were all awesome on so it. Do you still have the mixtape? No. I it's a tape. You think I kept? I doubt I kept. I have a whole container of tapes down there behind you somewhere. I oh, don't. Right over there. A whole container of I my I don't tapes. think it lasted. I'm sure I got rid of it because I kind of felt weird having it because it was from an ex. Oh, crap. I have stuff from exes. Oh, there. well, I, I do have other things from yeah, exes, I mean, just, but in my keepsake box. But yeah, it's not like you want them back, but the stuff's good. So yeah. you keep it. I don't I know. Mean, I'd have to look through my cassettes. I don't think I do. That'd be interesting to see what songs are on that mixtape <laughs> to get you back. <laughs> and I do remember making mixtapes like, you know, if you were if you had a crush on this guy, you'd make a mixtape of all the songs that remind you of this guy. <laughs> And 
some of them were songs that we shouldn't be listening to, but yet they're on the tape. Because at that age, we just... Well, remember, back from our other podcast, I'm sure we did not understand what the songs were about. But here's the question we have to ask ourselves. Did they know what the songs were about? And were they hoping that they were going to get a little something something with these mixtapes? Oh, my God. I don't remember ever giving a mixtape until I was older. I never made a mixtape. I remember making a mixtape for a boyfriend and going over to his house to give it to him. And it was not like a, I love you, here's a mixtape. It was just like, oh, you liked these songs and I have them. So I thought I'd mix them for you. Just like a nice gesture. Yeah, it was just a nice gesture because he didn't have the CDs. Yeah. And so like I drove all the way out to his house, which was far, and then showed up and he broke up with me. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. That's not funny. I'm sorry. And I was like. Why am I laughing? And I remember saying, I made you a mixtape. Like, because I was mad that I wasted my time making him a mixtape. But it wasn't like a I love you mixtape. It was right. like a, oh, you wanted this song? Well, just, I got it on CD. I'll it's put because it on you're just you. pissed off anytime someone breaks up with you. Because it's yeah. like, how dare anybody break up with us, yeah, right? I, mean, I don't understand. Hello? Yeah. I don't Between that and the guys that you date that end up marrying the next person that they go out with. Yes. Which happened to me how many times? One, I'm sure that's happened to two, me all the time, Ruth. Three. So. Three times. Which I, is fine because yeah. I'm very lucky where I ended up. I'm not very lucky where I ended up. If you're listening to this, I'm very <laughs> lucky where I ended up. Thank you so much. We are accepting sponsors. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, but okay. now we're to like one of my favorites. I don't know the song. <gasps> you do know the song. No, I don't. Yes, you I've do. Yes, you do. Little Genie by Elton John. No, don't know it. I'm so in love with you. Nope. Little Genie. I can't sing. No. Nope. <laughs> Do I not got so it. much love, little genie. No. Oh, come on, you know it. Nope. Oh, it's awesome song. Awesome. And I just heard the song in the car yesterday. I, where? 80s on 8. Okay, I do not know this song. Oh, you do. Okay. You're going to hear it and you're going to be like mad at yourself. And if you've lost, con- you know, place on the countdown here, it's number 16. Number 16. Everybody who's keeping track yes. and hasn't already disconnected. <laughs> Their Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> Accepting Oh, shoot. Somehow I had to buy Christopher Cross. All right. Number 17. I'll have to take your word for it and I'll listen to it later and see mm-hmm. if I remember what it is. But I, I possibly will. It's not like I don't like Elton John. I love Elton John. It's a really good song. Also, I've never seen him in concert because somebody keeps went and didn't invite me. I went in a group of people that uh-huh. I. <laughs> Got invited to go with with this group of people. Dance moms? Yes. All the dance moms. No, it was just Carrie, Janelle, and I. Dance moms. Yeah, well, not all the dance moms. It was just, and we took a limo. Well, that's your core dance mom group. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones you always tag on Facebook with alcohol stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I act like we're such big partiers and drinkers. I just laugh. Every time I see it, I'm like, okay. Well, Jessica's getting a pool, so we're like trying to plan our pool party. And, and uh, above ground pool? Yes. Jessica does not live in my subdivision, so she's allowed to have an above-ground pool. You can't have an above-ground pool? No, you can only have in-ground pools. Yeah, everybody's got $40,000 laying around for oh, an in-ground pool. Uh, in 40000 Was that the cheap, crappy one? Well, that's without the the stuff, without yeah. the heater and everything. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can put one in your... You don't have room in your backyard for a big pool anyway. Well, I can't have a pool. We have all the utilities in our backyard, so... Oh, that's Where I right. live, so we're not allowed to have pool. So we're out of luck anyway. Hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, somebody shouldn't have sold you that house. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right, uh, number 17, Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross. That's a jam. Mm. That's a jam. Christopher Cross was the dude back then. I love the song. It is a good song. February 1980 as his lead single from his Grammy-winning self-titled debut album. Reached number two on the U.S. charts for four consecutive weeks. Behind Call Me by Blondie. Mm. Oh. But how did that end up number one? And he's down probably all the way number, you know. I don't know. That's probably how many weeks it was at number one. Do you remember he sang that song? From, Sailing. And then yeah. he sang Arthur's theme. theme. Yeah, I was going to say from that movie with where what you call it was drunk. What's the dude's name? Dudley Moore. Is he's, gone. he's dead, right? <laughs> Why do I laugh? Like, it's funny. I am so... That's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Lori's being disrespectful. I am so sorry. I do not know if Dudley Moore is still alive. I'm so sorry to anybody of the Moore family that may be listening to this ever. Never happening. No, I just laughed at the thought that Ruth would know... Asked me if I would know if he was still alive. That, I think that, he's dead. That part made me laugh. Not the fact that he may be deceased. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just think he's he's gone, right? Yeah. But anyway, Ride, Ride Like the Wind is my favorite Christopher Cross song. It is a great song. And I think it's because it's like... Da, 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 yeah, da. I know. Yeah, It's got a little... You know, his songs are really pretty, like, mellow and chill. And that one's got a little bit of, you know, oomph to it. It's a little, yeah, it's a little yeah. more, like, punchy. Mm-hmm. We like the punch. Yes. All right, Diana Ross, number 18, Upside Down. Good. I love Diana Ross. This may be my favorite Diana Ross song. Maybe. It One is of good. my top two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really good. I love Diana I'm Ross. I'm trying to think about what my top Diana Ross song would be. And I can't think of one I liked more than Upside Down. I think there's some really good Diana Ross songs. I just can't think of any of them right now. Besides, I'm coming out. Which is a great song, but I never, again, did not understand what that was talking about until I was an adult. What's it talking about? People coming out as being LBGTQ. You know, you know, the familiarity I have with that song the most, which kills me, is who was it? Biggie Smalls? Was it Faith Hill? Biggie Smalls? Who did the big papa? It was a rap song. Which song? Okay, I don't remember. They all like collaborated together at a period of time. Coming out. Oh, yeah. I'm coming. That one. Yeah, that's the same song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a sample of the song. Yes, yes. But that's how it's like every time I hear that, then I'm like, oh, I want to go hear the Diana Ross version. Yes. Because that's better. Mm hmm. Okay, KC and Sunshine Band. Please don't go. <gasps> really released in 1979, it says here. Okay. Now, is this the remake that KWS did? Please don't go, because that's one of my favorite signs in the whole world. Please don't go. Which don't might go. be 90s. It may not even be 80s. I'm not even sure. Yeah, but is it the same song? Yeah, I think so. Oh, and I like that song. Um, I'm not really sure of the Casey and the Sunshine Band version. It was his first love ballad written in the key of D flat. <laughs> Because that means a lot to all our listeners. Because that means so much to everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting tidbit. Mm-hmm. Casey and the Sunshine Band. I mean, you still see them going to festivals and they're still playing. I saw them. I'm sure you did. I did see them. I went to a festival and they were there. Yeah. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. I can't remember what festival it was. 
Because way back before I got married and had kids, I was out listening to music all the time. I mean, I think everybody only just thinks of that, that one song, though. Play the funky music. Hmm. White boy. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that's like, probably their most popular. Wait, is that his song? Yeah. Really? Yes. Huh. Now you're making me doubt myself, but I'm no, pretty I'm sure. No, I'm not I'm just, I'm doubting myself. Oh. Okay, and number 20 is Babe. By Sticks. Oh, I like this song a lot. We know somebody who is in Sticks. We do? As a touring drummer. Oh. Yes, we do. So, but no, actually, not Sticks. Dennis DeYoung. Let me just correct myself. Dennis DeYoung touring band. But Dennis was in Sticks. So, I appreciate Dennis sang. In the Chicagoland area. Who? Dennis DeYoung? Doesn't he? Bolingbroke, right? No, I thought he lived, I thought he was the one that lived by when I used to live in Richardson Park. Like, I thought he lived in, like, that area. He used to live in Bolingbroke. Oh. I thought it was more, like, south suburbs. Well, because he went, his kids were in Boy Scouts when we were, uh, his kids were in Boy Scouts at uh, Joliet Boy Scouts. So I thought that, that council, so I thought it was Bolingbroke. You might be right. I'll see if I can find him, and I'll let you know. I'm pretty sure. Sure. Uh, I'm really not going to do that, just FYI. <laughs> We're still looking for sponsors. <laughs> but that's Caesar like, I do like that song a lot. Yeah, I love that song. Mm-hmm. Okay, we go through, so that's the top 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're going through like the top 100, there's another Christopher Cross song. There's a Jermaine Jackson song. There is an Ambrosia song, the biggest part of me. Dun, dun, I think I remember that song. Dun, dun, hey, there's Sailing. We talked about Sailing dun, by Christopher Cross at number 32. Take Your Time, Do It Right, which was sampled on every 90s dance hit, I swear. Every mm-hmm. time you'd be out dancing, you'd be like... <gasps> Brass and Pocket by The Pretenders. I really like that song. Are you serious with Yes. Didn't we not have this discussion about Chrissy Hine when we were growing up and how she snagged Jim Kerr? I still don't so get that catty. one. So horrible for us to say. I, I was in love with Jim, Jim Kerr, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not when kidding. we saw not him. Not now. Not now. Lori and I, they came back and we went to the show. And <laughs> it was an excellent show. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, yeah. It was a great show. But the, but we were of disappointment. Yes. But I used to think like when I used to watch the live and kicking video with oh. Jim Kerr, I thought he was so hot. Not so much in his morning. His pants were a little too tight. His pants were so tight. I was God. like, who dressed you? <laughs> no wonder he had so many outfit changes. He did. Mm-hmm. What was with that, too? And you know what the deal is? Is he doesn't want to sing Don't You Forget About Me, which I know is like cliche, and he didn't want to sing it to start with, and blah, 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 blah. He doesn't want to perform it. But there were probably like 75% of the people in that show came just to hear that. And then the rest of us knew other stuff. So placate those people. Placate them. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's see anything. Hey, Let My Love Open the Door by Pete Townsend. Yep. Yeah. Against 59. the Wind by Bob Seger. I know. Which sounds like <gasps> something a 40-year-old man would listen I to. I love now. this song, Don't Do Me Like That by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. That song is that old? Oh, my God. I would say Don't Do Me Like That should have been in the top 20. I know. God, I love that song a lot. Um, <gasps> fame. fame. Oh, you owe me a Coke. Yep. 
I don't drink Coke, but you can. Neither do that. I. So. All right. So let's see. But we, this is what we had to sing when we were talking about being in junior high and choir. We sang probably the whole Fame soundtrack. Yep, we sang Fame, and then there was something else from Fame that we sang. There was another song, too. I sang The Body Electric. Uh, yep, I sang mm-hmm. The Body Electric. Mm-hmm. That was a hard song to sing. It was. As a junior high student. Yes, yes. Um, Misunderstanding by Genesis. I'm going to see Genesis. That's good. Mind. Good one. I'm so happy. Oh, another Billy Joel song. You may be right. You may be right. Do, 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 do. I may be crazy. I Pledge My Love by Peaches and Herb. <laughs> Okay, can I just tell you a fun... Here's a fun story. Is it about Peaches Ruth is and young. Herb? Yes. Ruth is okay. young, and she comes home from school, and her mom is awake because her mom, my mom, she worked nights, midnights. So she slept during the day, and she woke up about 3 o'clock when I'd be walking in the door. She was watching a talk show, and it's probably Phil Donahue or some crap like that. Peaches and Herb came on, and if you remember what they look like, obviously uh, they had, like, she had braids right like little yeah yeah mom can i get my hair done like that and my mom just looked at me and she was like no sweetie you cannot (laughs) i get it you know get older and you're like oh yeah now i know culturally that would not be appropriate if you go Um, down further on the list um there's actually a prince song on here i'll be your lover yeah that is that old that's scary. And then number 100, Refugee by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Again, is another that great should song. be top 30. Yeah. But so I'm going to go back up to number 93. You Decorated My Life by Kenny Rogers. Do you remember that song? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know what I like by Kenny Rogers is The Gambler and Islands in, in the, the Stream. stream which that is what we are. I think that was 83 or 82, and it is sometimes if you catch the countdown right on the 80s station, you'll hear it. It's the number one song. And yeah. I like made my son sit in the car when we were one day at PetSmart and blasted it from my car and was singing at the top of my lungs. I think I mortified him. Again, did my job. Yeah. And you know what? I found out that if I say the word penis, my son freaks out. So oh, when I, I say balls, yeah, oh, my yeah, son balls. freaks out. So I'll just say something. Well, about when I try penis. to get him to shower because, you know, I have a teenage boy and i'm like you need to shower and i'm like and make sure you wash everywhere because we don't need any smelly balls and he just dies laughing he's like mom i'm like well it's true but it's true boys mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. please please can't just let the water and soap Take run over you yeah you know this dingus down here he's like i found out he's not using like soap for a while i was like what are you doing you I get the tattletale comes into my room and she's like, I need this, but John hasn't used body wash in a while. And I'm like, what? John, are you using body wash? I forget. Okay. Like, what do you do? Just sit in the shower? And he just looks at me and I'm like, okay, you need to start wearing. Okay. Ruth, you actually asked the teenage boy why he's taking long showers. No, no, no. He doesn't take long showers. Okay. And he's only 12 and I'm not pushing that. Okay. He he just literally would he would shampoo okay and then think that that was good enough oh like the soap it just, just kind of soaks through yeah so it was an education moment well this is why I stopped buying my son nice oh yeah no, shampoo no. and stuff and he just now uses an all in one yep. it's a shampoo and a body wash so yep. can he can just pour it all over his body yep I agree yes I agree that's probably the smartest thing for us to do okay uh, as parents. I'm looking at this countdown thing, and I don't know this song at all. 
Jojo by Boz Skaggs at number 89. I have no clue. Don't know what it is. I, I, I see Jojo and I think of, I just heard Jojo. Jo- the singer Jojo, not Jojo Siwa, but Jojo. I just heard her song, Get Out, Leave. Love that song. Just heard it in the car on the way over here. And then there's Jojo Siwa, but I don't recall a Jojo song by Boz Skaggs. But I don't think a Jojo Siwa song would be in the top 100 of anything. Uh, no. Except for kids' music. Mm, yes. D-E-R-E-A-M. I can still do the dance for that. What was the song that she had, that video my daughter used to make me watch all the time? The one like the anti-bullying one? No, it was like the anti-bullying one. It was actually a decent song. It had a good message. She wanted to watch it all the time. I can't remember what it's called now. I don't know, but I would go to a JoJo Siwa concert. I couldn't get over the clothes. I, I, I It's a train wreck. I Sorry. would go... Although I spent queen. lots of money on JoJo Siwa's bows back in the day because that's all my daughter would wear. And back when they were like $30 a bow. Yeah, because we're suckers and we buy whatever our children yeah, want. Yeah, Kira never really got into the JoJo Siwa bow. Like, I think she had two of them, but then she was done with it. Mm-hmm. She was more in the I can't wear any pants that touch my leg phase. And that took a while. And then now it's... How can you wear pants that don't touch your legs? She had to be full leg because she oh. like, she would complain that they would hurt her if she had. Oh, see, Elizabeth went through a phase where I swear we had a hundred pair of black leggings because that's all she wore. But back to the countdown from 1980, <laughs> uh, "Heartbreaker" by Pat Benatar was number 83. I do like that song too. I do too, and I'm surprised it was that low. I know, and again, that that song is that old. Yeah. Oh, Super Tramp is on here. Take the Long Way Home. Ooh, One of my favorite Super, Super Tramp. Tramp songs. Breakfast in America is an amazing yes. album. And in fact, I'm trying to score it from my brother's collection. He's got it sitting at the oh. house. And eventually, I'm just going to go over there and be like, hi, just give me the album now. I think you should have just taken it when you were cleaning his home recently. But I didn't really clean his home. I cleaned the microwave. And when I say clean the microwave, I clean the outside of the microwave. And I started to try to clean the inside of the microwave, and I just couldn't do it. You can't put the hot water in there with the... I did my... I took my angry mama over there. Mm. Do you do you have I an angry do mama? not know what that is. Yeah. Oh, it's this little plastic figurine that's like a mom. Looks like a mom. She's got little red hair. And you take off her head, her cap, her head, her hair, and then you fill it with uh, water and then vinegar, and then you could put in like a dash of lemon if you want, like a smell. Mm-hmm. And you put the cap back on, and you put it into your microwave, and you put it on for like five or six minutes, and it steams up your microwave. And then you just take a paper towel and wipe it clean. Oh, it's amazing! It My is, microwave doesn't really get that dirty. We will accept a sponsorship from Angry Mama. Well, but you know what? Cool. Sometimes people put plates in and they don't cover the plate. Oh well, yeah, we've had that happen. You know, before. and then like, yeah. I don't want to scrub. Anyway, mm-hmm. so anyway, that is the countdown for 1980, and I hope you got something enjoyable from this podcast. Uh, my husband says that we need to have some sort of like goodbye catchphrase at the end of all these. So, oh, if anybody has any ideas, let us know. I don't know what that would be. Well, Catch maybe on the he should cut side. for it for us since it was his idea. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like you're adding on stuff for us. What are you doing? He figured out the microphone thing. So, oh, I guess okay. We'll Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob, for figuring out the microphone thing. Mm-hmm. I will cook dinner tonight just for you. <laughs> Okay, so that's it for today, and we will catch you on the next episode. Catch on the flip side. Bye. Bye.